You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 364. This episode is brought to you by Audible, Apple Music, and ActionFigureBlues.com. I'm Scotty, and with me tonight are... Ben. Adam. Eddie. And Mark. Tonight, it's the glitz and the glam, the highs and the lows, as we bring you the AFB rundown of New York Toy Fair 2020. Toy dudes, how are we all? Woo! Hello! Yay! So, Yay! So, <laughs> yeah. Now, you might have heard the and Mark uh, there. Well, I hope you did if you listened to the intro. And uh, Mark did such a great job on the last episode with Eddie and Adam that we asked him to marry us. And he said yes. <laughs> Yay! 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 Yep. So, <laughs> we're very excited to have The ring slowed on my finger. Yeah, it just slid right on. Um, yeah, I proposed before I knew what his Skype name was, but that's another story. Um, you know, every, otherwise I would have just asked sooner. Um, but we are really glad to have you, and we're looking forward to uh, every time we bring someone new into the show. We obviously get a different personality, but then also different collecting tastes, etc. And we've got things in common, but then you've got some particular interests that are going to bring another dimension. So that's great. And Eddie's just excited because it means that after how many episodes, he's not the new guy anymore. <laughs> yeah, over 150 now. Still a grief. Get less for murder. <laughs> are you going to be a 500 odd? There's going to be a new guy? <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah go to uh, wait 150 episodes. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. it's it's over two hundred now. I was one sixty. I came in on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Where oh. now? Yeah. <laughs> so I I've been around for more episodes than I weren't wasn't that, a part that, of. That's true. Wow. That's true. Well, look, Sim, we uh we could you know potentially add someone before another two hundred episodes. <laughs> you, you, you never know. <laughs> it might even you know eventually be not another white guy. Um, but you know, we just <gasps> need to uh, get more diverse friends and get you know more people. Um, we've tried. We've actually tried to get some lady people and some um, yeah. more diverse people on, but time zones and life and people with yeah. other priorities. But, yeah. yeah, we'll keep trying. If you fit into any of those categories uh, and you like talking about toys, we would love to talk to you. Yeah. But right now, we would love to talk about Toy Fair. We're going to skip the usual go around and how is everyone and what have you bought because there's a lot to talk about in this episode and <laughs> so um, much. Uh, yeah, so much. Uh, and uh, but I might just kind of do a general, um, you know, what in terms I think of your, you know, uh, experience of the coverage and that sort of thing because the thing that we always when we um, shows for San Diego or for Toy Fair want to make really clear is this is armchair coverage. The only reason that we can share this with you is because there are fantastic uh, bloggers and press out there that actually go and do the cons and share the um, news. So this is not meant to be presented as news. It's meant to be presented as here's our reactions to the things that we already know because other people shared the news. So thank you, other people. And we will try and give credit um, at the end. Um, but Ben, in terms of, I guess, you know, big standout or surprise or something for you um, from Toy Fair we've seen so far, something that you were expecting to see that you didn't or um, were not expecting to see that you did, what's that kind of wow or real bummer moment? I think I was overwhelmed by the wow that I haven't really had it 
chance to think about the bummer. So my all-round thinking for Toy Fair 2020 has been uh, amazing. Really blown away by the reveals and the efforts these companies are, are putting in. So no real negatives to take away, but the one thing that just keeps um, standing out to me is the sheer volume of stuff that Hasbro presented because we're only five to six months away from San Diego Comic-Con where we get, that's the other big time of the year we get reveals and they've just revealed like, whoa, what was it? I think I counted 12 and a half thousand figures. Um, So it's just enormous. I just, I really can't believe (laughs) that. The the sheer amount of stuff that that Hasbro, um, you know, put on display this year, it's amazing. Yeah, there were at least three Peter Vinkman figures alone. (laughs) 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 What about you, Eddie? What's been the surprise or standout or didn't? Yep. So um, in terms of the didn't see, I I think we should also point out that uh, the time we are recording this is uh, a a little bit in the future. Um, We're recording it at the end of the weekend here, but being in Australia, uh, it's still like very very early Sunday morning and some things won't be revealed till the Monday, which I believe the Mattel panel isn't till Monday morning. Mm. Uh, So obviously things like Motu Origins and Jurassic Park and those type of ones we might not cover. Um, but in terms of what we did see, uh, I w- was absolutely blown away by finally getting a movie figure based on my favorite character that I'm sure we will definitely get into because I've marked it to talk about. Uh, <laughs> but even with that being something that I didn't think we were going to see, what I was really blown away by was something that I didn't even expect to see or didn't realize that I wanted uh, and that was uh, the Defenders of the Earth by NECA. That just for such an obscure property uh, seems to have stolen the show for a lot of people. And that's really one of my favorite things. It's a toy fairies when there's like big things that you just didn't even know you wanted. And all of a yeah. sudden you're down a yeah. couple of hundred bucks in your wallet because, <laughs> you know, you've got to get them. Yep. You've got to get them. Adam, what about yourself, particularly with your changing collecting focus? Uh, were you looking at this differently or I know you were looking at it from the bath. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I guess um, I already was kind of limited to really just the figure up stuff beforehand. Like that's all I'd really focused on for the last couple of years anyway. Um, so that was nothing new. You know, we didn't really get much announced. Um I thought it was interesting we didn't get any high-end items, so no, you know, no Hot Toys, um, no Storm stuff, uh, no no statues. Um, so I'm assuming that's going to take a slightly bigger focus maybe at SDCC, but we'll see. Um, the other thing that kind of blew my mind that didn't get a lot of coverage, but and I'm not sure if they were announcing a lot of it at... Um, Toy Fair, or they were just doing it anyway, was Funko Pop just went boom and dropped all the shit. Um, and just, <laughs> like, the amount of stuff that it was just, like, every day there was, like, three or four new lines, it seemed like, from Funko just going, oh, yeah, there's this coming out and this coming out and this coming out, which is more than normal. It's just, and they'll I don't know. Be, they'll all be on the shelves tomorrow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's pretty much all ready to go. Oh, it's just crazy. Um, so that and, yeah, the the huge number of legends that got announced was astounding as well. But yeah, see what SDCC brings on. And Mark, what about you? What what are your things that you're normally looking out for at Toy Fair and did they meet or exceed your expectation? Oh, I had a ball looking through these. Like I 
I'm a big He-Man fan, like I probably mentioned 10 times last week, so our last podcast. So checking out the Funko Pops, I was a bit stoked to see they were in there already. And there was the Defenders of the Earth. That looks so good. I've been rocking around the house singing the intro theme to the old cartoon. <laughs> all, and I, I, I live with a few people who can actually sing, and they're beginning to be angry at me. <laughs> but, yeah, those, those look great. Um, yeah, and some of the legends, the, the face, the sculpts on their faces, I've been, ah, can't wait to talk about that. Because <laughs> everything looks great. I'm, I'm struggling not to just jump at everything. The aliens, the predators. Oh. <laughs> so great. It's too much. So great. It's too much. Mm. It was. It was like, it's like sensory overload. Yeah, it was volume, that's for sure. What about you, Mr. Scotty? It's interesting. I think I can't remember if it was last Toy Fair or the Toy Fair before. I think it was last Toy Fair. We were a little bit deflated or like, well, there wasn't as much new stuff or not yeah, sure. But yep. de- definitely this time around, I, I have had a really busy weekend and it, it was hard to try and keep up with all of the stuff that was flying. And of course, one of the pitfalls of following lots of different action figure pages and then also being a member of lots of different action figure groups is that some things you see announced 327 times. Um, it was like, breaking Sugar Man BF. I'm like, I know, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But the uh, being more of a DC-focused collector, like I collect my Marvel Legends, but pretty much everything else I buy or just weird outlier stuff, um, I, I, I haven't had the time to dig in uh, to uh, the depths of photo albums, etc. Um, but I, I'm not underwhelmed, but I'm kind of seeing, okay, I'm not, there's not masses of stuff here that I'm going to be um, buying. Uh, definitely stuff I'm excited about. Um, but one thing that really surprised, you, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you think that's because a lot of the stuff that you generally focus on, you know, like the tweet ahead stuff, the shows you that, all those kinds of things, uh, more statues, and that's those companies are much more prevalent at San Diego. That is possible. I, you know, I th- that that's definitely possible. I, I think where my main kind of the gap for me actually links to the first item company that we've got on our list, which or, or you know a bit of news, which is that um, DC Collectibles is DC Direct again. Hello. Mm. And uh, <laughs> that, and that is, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more in a moment. But that's where I still, you know, look for that kind of glimmer of hope of some, you know, random character uh, getting a new action or a statue, etc. Um, and that's the bit that I didn't see. Um, if we talk about DC Direct for a moment, um, DC Essentials isn't isn't well. I was going to say it's not dead, but it's all deceased. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> um, oh, I see uh, what you did there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that nice. pun was tailor made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, of course, is just giant eye roller um, stuff. So, you know, we, we either we don't have ideas or we don't have money for tooling. So let's just make, you know, zombie versions of all of the figures that we've already made. Um, saves me money. So that's. Um, but I felt that way about some of the Black Lantern stuff too back in the day and those 
sold like hotcakes and now go for you know big stuff on the the secondary market. So there you go, to each their their own. Um, the only DC DC, I'm that's going to be so hard to get back into the habit of saying. The only DC direct thing that I saw that I was really excited about was the uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary bombshells statue. Um, the the two of them together. Yeah. That's awesome. That so yay great. Really glad to see another you know two character statue in that line um that was cool and uh some some cool batman black and white stuff which i do um collect as well but on the action figure side i i, I don't know why i keep thinking that they're ever gonna be different yeah i think the thing that frustrates me the most is that i, I really appreciate that they keep doing things like cover girls and bombshells and so cover girls moves into its you know sixth phase and they're all frank yep. Cho inspired now which is great but then you know it's the same four or five characters first up you know i just just once i want to see them throw a curveball with someone different i just I, I feel like every time i look at a dc solicitation if it's a new line it's it's always that that harley quinn and and it's just like come on guys you know meanwhile hasbro is giving a spy master yeah um i I, so, I really thought like why not just change it to batman direct that like <laughs> you know, right. the the oh sorry I'll, t- I'll, I'll mention something else that i do enjoy like i've gotten quite into the artist alley uh, figures, they are super fun. Uh, but even with that, it seems that whereas print characters in a couple of the earlier Artist Alley waves, they're all Batman focused now as well. So it's a different set of, you know, or even the same set of Batman characters and a different artist. I still think they're amazing. Um, I love the, the sculpting. Um, John Mena, who's a friend of the show, um, has a, has sculpted a new, um, line from, uh, Artist Alley that I will definitely be buying. That looked amazing. Um, so that, that's cool and it's different, but it's still just not that, you know, like the, D- the DC universe building bug uh, is. Yeah. All right. Anything yeah. else DC direct while we're talking about them, um, before we move on to. No, let's keep moving. All right. <laughs> cool. So we've just uh, collated a list of the things that we wanted to talk about. In some categories, we obviously can every solicit forever. We're going to do kind of highlights and lowlights. Uh, but uh, first of all, we've got Gorilla versus Kong. Not Gorilla, hello, Godzilla. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. The Gorilla versus Kong. <laughs> it's great hype. Is it great hype? Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, well, Toho still retain the rights uh, to Godzilla, so they had a press release during um, Toy Fair announcing some of the collaborators that will be bringing us merchandise based on the uh, the upcoming film, which uh, I can't wait. I just yeah, it's absolute popcorn film for me. Um, love both these uh, licenses. Um, interesting that I mean, I mentioned a couple of the the obvious. Um, uh, guys like uh, Funko are in there, but there was a distinct lack of the usual suspects. Like I would have thought that we would be seeing Bandai. Um, I thought we would probably see NECA because they've been running pretty well with Godzilla. Um, and I thought maybe Mezco might have been in there because I'm pretty sure they did the last Kong film, didn't they? No, Mezco did a King Kong figure, but it was uh, based 
purely on the character, um, not uh, any actual film version. So who did the Skull Island figures then? Was that like one of the that Jack was, Specific or something? No, it, it's even weirder than that. That was uh, <laughs> Lennard, the company that makes core figures, those G.I. Joe's buffs you get up from oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kmart uh, and uh, <laughs> currently has Jumanji license. Uh, course, <laughs> you've seen that, which just meant that they used the exact same uh, rock figure that they used for the other kaiju movie that oh, they had yeah, license yeah. to, uh, Rampage. Rampage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they they've been weirdly filling in, and they've also picked up the Alien license recently. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they've been doing some very weird things over at Lennard. But uh, yeah, yeah, they were who I was sort of expecting to see things from. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully there's more to be cheap. Yeah, hopefully we see a few more names added to this list as things go on. So, mm. yeah, but anyway, I'm excited. That's cool. I think the monster stuff has definitely got quite a big fan base, so I can see really well. Okay, let's uh, bite off the biggest early while we still have energy. Speaking uh, of things with big fan bases, mm-hmm. okay, so <laughs> arguably we- the biggest toy line of uh, the the current time. And, of course, we were talking about Strawberry Shortcake. Very exciting <laughs> right. to see they're finally doing an orange marmalade in the new series. Okay, Strawberry. Uh, if we talk about the Hasbro uh, toy monopoly that is taking place, and, of course, Marvel Legends is biggest and also dearest to our hearts. Um, uh, before we get super excited, let's talk about the Marvel Legends fan vote. Boo! It, like, why do they even bother... I, I can never think of a fan... The only fan vote that when the results in, you know, either they show us amazing <laughs> things that we're never going to get um, and uh, then choose dumb things. Um, but th- this is the biggest, like, why bother fan vote. Here's three repaints of figures that you already have. No, they've, they've done worse than this. <laughs> really? Go look at some of the... Yeah. <laughs> go look at some of the G.I. Joe fan votes that they no, had back in the... It's just to drum up interest so that when the figure comes out, people think, oh, this is the one that all the other fans want, so it must be a hot one, so I better buy this now and move through. And then it drums up interest. People get disappointed that they didn't get the other ones, and then they'll I had a say feel in this. that in six months' time, and then it comes <laughs> The only reason through. this figure came out is because I voted for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the winner, well, the winner will be Age of Apocalypse Sunfire. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the sad thing about this vote, though, is that you have to be a member of Hasbro Pulse uh, to vote. And to be a member of Hasbro Pulse, you've got to be uh, in the continental USA or um, Canada. Wah, wah. So Hasbro this is starting still... to sound like a Woody Allen joke. This is the worst fan vote ever. And what makes it worse <laughs> is I can't vote in it. <laughs> I can't, I can't it even. It's, um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I like, can't uh, express my displeasure and... by refusing to vote because I'm not allowed to vote. So therefore I can't <laughs> not vote. Well, you can't be a member of Hasbro Pulse if you're international because Hasbro has international markets. So obviously in Australia, we have the arse hats that are Hasbro Australia that don't have a fucking clue. Um, and it's and it's people like them that actually prevent us because of those deals that have been made. So yeah. I just think it's a really archaic model. Do Here's a question. On Hasbro Pulse, uh, is it based on just shipping address or is it credit card as well? Like if you're... If you had to, you know, use something like ShopMate or whatever, where you have a US shipping address, you know, game the system, or haven't tried. I honestly, honestly don't know. 
someone write in podcast at actionfigureblues.com. I can give it a try. Have you, you know, are you an international or a non-US uh, or a Canada resident who has managed to work out how to join Hasbro Pulse? Let us know and uh, we'll give you the next episode for free. Yep. Yeah. What happens when the Russians decide to interfere with the vote? <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, then Silk will win. We won't. We won't know if they've interfered. We'll have to get the Ukrainians onto that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So. Look, I. I, I I just want to before we get into the you know the actual you know the the names uh, and that sort of thing that have been announced. There's a few things that I really took away from the Marvel Legends this year. One we already talked about, and that was the volume. Uh, you know, in the past, I mean, we've all got our preferences. I don't do movie figures, um, etc. I'm not big on redos, and so you would kind of filter through the results and go, yeah, yeah. There's two or three figures that stand out for me that I'm really excited about. Uh, this time, however, I think the volume is just so huge that that when you even if you do run your filter over it, you still end up with like twelve figures that you're really excited about, which is actually very cool. Um, but I think the biggest thing, obviously, is the fact that uh, as soon as Marvel got the rights to X Men back, um, obviously Hasbro jumped on this straight away. Yeah, can I? I just want to say, like, uh, going into Toy Fair, there were a lot of toy commentators that were like, "Oh, yeah, but what are we going to see from Marvel Legends? There's no Infinity War or Endgame, and yeah, they've got uh, Black Widow and Eternals, but um, you know, are they really going to move a lot of figures?" And Hasbro were just like, "Hold my beer." Because uh, we've uh, we're, we're, we're bringing the uh, you're not going to forget about Marvel Legends now that the big film is done. We're uh, chock loading this. We're top dog. Uh, they were number one toy brand last year apparently, uh, and they're not looking to let go of it. Yeah, fair enough. The um, I think I, on one level I was really surprised to see those uh, toys only because they're not no longer timely. But I think it just shows the love for the. Um, the property and definitely the response yep. has been um, very positive. So I, I would, if they're going to go down that road, I would love to see more characters. Not that I will buy them because I don't, I don't do me figures, but um, th- that would be the, if I, if I was buying them, that would be the thing that would bug me if you only get the kind of three leads incarnations and not the characters yep. as well. And uh, n- not only are we getting X-Men movie figures, but we're getting Deadpool movie figures, people. He's, I, um, he's been shaking with excitement since I'm, we started yeah. recording this episode. Uh, he's been yeah, waiting I've been, to get to this I've bit. Been, yeah, this is just, this is absolutely, I being, like, even the idea of getting X-Men figures, I thought, like, that's possible. But, you know, it's it's an R-rated film, so and they seem to be quite happy to go along with the comic ones, and it's quite a good, uh, you know, costume anyway in terms of likeness, so it's not a huge difference. But being able to get, like, the Josh Brolin cable and Domino and all these ones for these films that, um, you know, they're not Oscar-winning films by any stretch, but I've been lucky enough to get into... Um, uh, special advanced screenings by Fox for both of these movies, and they meant a, a lot to me. And uh, you know, it's obviously my favourite character. I've got a whole shelf just of Deadpool figures, so I'm definitely going to be buying multiple of just this Deadpool figure. Um, even more if he comes with multiple heads to have him displayed on different shelves. And uh, <laughs> this is just, you know, oh, like this. It's just made for me. Like I, I wasn't expecting this, uh, and it's just like blown me away i this is 
uh, one of the happiest toy reveals uh, I've ever. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mark's just sitting there going, "What the hell have I got myself into? These guys are geeks." <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> but are you gonna get? Are you gonna get the big juggernaut to go with it? Like this, the Marvel Legends juggernaut looks pretty good. Oh, I'm a completist when it comes to Marvel Legends. So I've <laughs> got multiple juggernauts in there. <laughs> um, I think the other big thing with this announcement, um, again, other than volume and, and you know, return of, uh, you know, um, the, the Fox X-Men license is um, Haslabs are now getting involved with Marvel Legends. And uh, while we didn't have the actual announcement uh, of what they have uh, in store for us, uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. So for those people that don't know, Haslabs is that kind of uh, offshoot of, um, you know, of the, the Hasbro action figure department that allows them to do kind of almost like a crowdfunded um, something special. So we saw it um, work very, very well with the Star Wars sail barge, um, which has uh, gone on to do great things in the secondary yeah, but, market. But that said, that hasn't really done well with other things that have, propped up and you might sort of go like well cookie monster so so but unicron with transformers struggled to get over that line it did eventually in the end they had to extend the date and do a ton of marketing for it but unicron's a major you know sort of part of transformers lore and they and that's obviously a big brand um and they they struggled so it, it could potentially go either way with a uh Marvel Legends has lab, depending yeah. on what the product is as well. I mean, I guess uh, it, it looks like on it's going to be point. Sentinel, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what kind of Sentinel? Surely they won't just reissue. I mean, everyone's hoping for a reissue of the Toy Biz one, and uh, that's one way to, to get it to us. But, um, you know, as a few people have pointed out, that we haven't had a um, – the, the last Sentinel we got, the Marvel Universe one, was actually – um, you know, it's obviously scaled to three and three quarters. So, um, you know, I'd, we potentially, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine this would be a scaled similar to how completely oversized the barge was. This would be a proper one six scale uh, Sentinel. And I'd be assuming new sculpt if they're going to be doing it sort of the Kickstarter uh, yeah. style campaign because everything that's been on HasLab has been. Um, you know, made from the ground up uh, scratch type of thing. Yeah. So, well, I mean, one option though is if they, you know, maybe it's not exactly just, I don't think, you know, they've ever announced how, how tall a Sentinel is. I think it varies from artist to artist, but I mean, if they're going to sort of upscale, if you don't know, then they've never be, said it. I'm, like, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but, you know, if they upscale to a, a three foot tall Sentinel, then, you know, we might be looking at something like a Master Mold. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, to to sit there and and play daddy over all of your um, sentinels. So I just like the tri sentinel. Yeah, oh, that's, right. that's a good one. Yep. So there's a few options. Make a blanket there. giant as dispenser and have little ones come out of its head. Yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so I think I think there were some interesting takeaways other than than just the volume. Obviously, you know, getting that license. Then there's the Haslabs. I think um, yeah, some of the the fan votes back. So. It's, yeah, it's I'm, interesting I'm actually really excited. Uh, another one of my most wanted re- uh, reveals for Marvel Legend is just a Peter Parker figure, which we are uh, yeah. getting. So that that also um, a simple one, but uh, that's another major one for me off uh, the list. And even so, figures I didn't think I'd want, like a new Punisher, but it's that Max style Punisher of just him in a T-shirt, which 
uh, we rarely ever get sort of a toy of. So um, that one, um, that one took me a while to work out. It's actually, um, it, so that's in the new Riders series because he mm. comes with his motorbike. But that's actually Punisher from um, Kill Crew, the recent Kill Crew storyline. Okay. During, um, yeah, so that's he comes with his little Viking helmet that he he gets in Asgard. Oh, that's right. I didn't notice that Viking helmet. Yeah, so but then, um, speaking of uh, Peter Parker, that's the Spider-Man Retro Wave. So um, the Retro Wave's actually been doing pretty well, and it also features um, a new Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy. Yeah, can can I just say on the Gwen Stacy, this is a one little complaint. So the six the sixty sort of seventy Gwen Stacy was sort of famous for having uh, these big sort of fluffy uh, kind of UGG boot type things which we just got with the recent white rabbit figure. And then they haven't used it for this figure. I thought for sure part of the reason for using that sculpt for a white rabbit would be that they could use it again for Gwen Stacy. Didn't. And I'm actually really shocked. I just thought that was going to be a given uh, for um, that new sculpting, but yeah. She does come with a swap out Mary Jane head. Yeah. That's, oh, um, I, thought, I thought that was, this was the really good part. Is Marvel are calling Peter out on his bullshit because he doesn't actually care about what they look like. He just cares about their fashion sense. He's like, yep, that is the same <laughs> chick. That, that is definitely the same girl. She's wearing the exact same clothes. I'm taking that. That'll do. That's why he was so confused and conflicted for so long, right? Uh, all right. Well, we've we've obviously jumped ahead here and started talking about some of the reveals. So, um, look, uh, Mark, what a what do you reckon your takeaway figure from Legends was? Oh, it's a toss up between the uh, X Man, uh, Nate Gray, yep, whatever you'd like to call him. Just the head sculpt on him and the that bit of fire coming out of his eye. He just he just looks really good to me. But I've never been a big fan of that swivel. Um, articulation on the upper thigh. It just mm. unless it's mm. it all it all it just sometimes looks out of place. So I really liked him. He, he, I think he looks great. And I I'm a big collector of the old Batman Arkham Asylum and Knight and Origins all those figures. But I really didn't like the Killer Croc they did. But the one the, the oh there's one who's the big Croc lost where I'm at. Yeah. But, he looks great for the big crocodile. Ah, uh, the big abom- uh, abomination from the new video game. That. Yeah, you yeah. just strayed into DC territory uh. and completely confused me there. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just got all white. I just got excited. My killer croc with a. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, I just wanted to replace that killer croc with someone. And that abomination just looked like it would fit in for him. And the Age of Apocalypse uh, figures. They just look like they've ripped them straight off the page from yeah. the comics, and yeah. just I I didn't think that you'd see all the all the different characters that they've got. So I can't wait to get hold of some of those. So I, I've got a yeah. I mean, I, I thought the Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse was really interesting, and as you said, it does. It looks like Joe Madureira's art, you know, has come straight off the page. It's it's really really well done. But now, okay. We obviously got a ton of figures, and uh, my OCD is trying to place them into waves. And so I'm kind of curious because we got this Age of Apocalypse wave coming out, and now we know that Sugar Man is the builder figure. So then we get the Apocalypse, who's obviously a big figure. So where he, he's is... a he's a deluxe release. He's coming ah. by himself. So does that mean uh. he's, he's he's coming much like you know the new um, like, Monster like Venom? The... 
Yeah, the new Venom or Red Hulk. Ah, or, uh, okay. The Ant-Man from Civil War that's going to so, be in that sort of packaging. This is re- that's really interesting. It's almost like a whole sort of side line, isn't it? It, uh, it is kind of uh, like they, were, they weren't too sure which build a figure to do, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just release Apocalypse as his own because yeah. more yeah. people will buy Apocalypse by sell, himself yeah. and everyone else can combine for Sugar Man. I think Sugar Man looks bloody phenomenal. Yeah, I, I was blown away. I, I was kind of on the fence with getting the whole wave. I thought I'll have to see who the, the builder figure is, and bam, as soon as I saw him, it's like, yeah, I'm in. All good. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 big surprise like of you know random never thought we'd get a figure from me was black tom yes i just like oh. I was like what crazy oh he's i love black tom i do too i'm a, like because i'm a banshee Don't i'm a big be banshee racist. i'm mm, a big banshee mm. fan <laughs> i'm a big banshee fan and uh so you know i'm i kind of um hope that maybe that means we're going to get a new banshee as well um the but yeah i just was like oh, black tommy <laughs> he's not to be nitpicky but he's one of the few characters in that deadpool wave that actually deserves to be in a yeah. deadpool wave and isn't just <laughs> yeah. an x-men figure that, it that kind of rounds out that wave though doesn't it eddie like there was a few that's the um that's the wave with sunspot and um and yeah Warpath, Warpath. Yeah, X Men, Deadpool, and yeah, and yeah, Maverick. But, we also have Rupert, which is another. Um, yeah, he's iffy. He was part of Weapon X, but they they didn't really ever cross paths. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Oh, interestingly, that Warpath. I was actually looking at some high res pics, and if you take off those shoulder pads of his, he's pretty much in the Thunderbird costume. Mm. So you know, if you've still got the Warpath from the two packs a while back, then you know you've pretty much got yourself a Thunderbird. Well, I think I could be wrong on this. I think he comes with the Thunderbird head, doesn't he? Oh, even he's got, like a, he's got double heads. I could be yeah. that. Take take that with a grain of salt, people. I could yeah. just be imagining. Um, what I, I'm still quite blown away by some of the releases, and you know, it's it's oh, so. Un- so we haven't spoken. Your girl. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was. St- I, I called it. I said that we'd get a rogue, but it wouldn't be in the Jim Lee costume, it'd, and that would really piss off all the fans. And sure enough, we got a rogue, and she's in her legacy costume. So, hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know I've got multiple rogues. The Jim Lee one, like I, you know, all these people going, she's so hard to get, and it's like I don't know. I just pre-ordered her. Like I don't understand what the big deal is. So, yeah. and I'm not they're, they're not that hard to get when you get them when they come out. That's well, that's right. <laughs> I've got one loose, one still, one still boxed, etc. Um, but you know, it's it's so unlike me to complain uh, about you oh, know the reveals. Well. Um, but if you go back for for years now, after the releases, um, I moan endlessly about how come you know we get all these redos and why can't we get characters like Black Tom, and uh, my my all time favourite reveal, and that's Nimrod. Um, mm. That one just blew me away like he's the the main thing about nimrod is he's gigantic yeah um there's there's an image of somebody holding him and he's he's just towering over a wolverine figure he's just absolutely uh, enormous so i'm actually quite keen i couldn't quite work out where rogue fits into things um you know the, there's no sort of tie um with storm so i don't know whether well, that's uh, yeah i think i think this is almost the start of another x-men Wave. Mm. Yes, because we'll be getting with a that lot was of... finally the first appearance storm. You know, now, yes, now, Ray, now, Ray. I think we've got all the different versions of storm that people have been um, complaining about yes. for however long. So yes, like yes, that can go away now. Complain about I think else storm. We can retire storm now. I think she's pretty much uh, 
pretty much done. <laughs> no, I want Vampire Storm from Mutant X. Oh, that's, get out of here. So Travesty has never been made in Marvel Legend form. Well, look, I would buy that, actually. Um, but, yes. yes, but I, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, there were a few interesting things. We're, we're obviously going to continue uh, getting exclusives uh, all over the place. That first appearance, Storm, uh, is a Target exclusive. Um, which is pretty cool. But we had an Iron Man 2020, and for those people that don't know, um, Arno Stark has been around quite a long time. He was introduced, I think, by Bob Layton or Dave Michelini back in the day, Uh, and so he's not a a new character by any means. However, he's actually the the main character in the new Iron Man ongoing series that's just started. Um, And uh, so, you know, that's pretty kind of timely for... For him, um, he is a Walgreens exclusive. I say Walgreens. Um, Mr. Crab, this one, that one's for you. So I, I hope I've pronounced it correctly. Um, don't, any don't any thoughts on pronouncing it correctly after all this time? I'll be sad. I'm so, I'm so used to it, Walgreens. 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 <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm in for this Iron Man. I think he looks great. I love the the jet boot uh, accessories. Um, he's a new character, so um, you know he's a, a must for me. Yeah, you know the thing about Walgreens, you know, having grown up in the US but not lived there for a long time. When I went back, um, the the last time I was back, where I hadn't been there for a while, every every second thing is a Walgreens. It's like yes. The, yeah, yeah, like you know how you go to Melbourne or Singapore or whatever, and every second store is a Seven Eleven. Like, yeah, you know, but there's there's just a Walgreens absolutely everywhere, and I'm like, oh, what? We need all these drugs. Like, what is happening? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that's why. Drugs, yeah. yeah, and and that's why it was actually so uh, important that the the Walgreens uh, exclusives work because yes. I think at their peak when Toys R Us was still around. Um, someone was saying that there are more Walgreens stores than there are Toys R Us, Target, and Walmart's combined. Yeah. So, so it's actually, yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, a lot of them wouldn't carry the exclusive. Worth noting. Like a lot of them, you'd be lucky if you had more than three Marvel Legends at all. It seems to be pretty iffy. Like you keep getting reports of people who go to their their local one and the toy aisle is really really bad. And there's you know there's one name or or a yellow daredevil sitting there from four years ago. And then you get photos online of people going, well, this is where they are. And there's like twenty of them on the pegs. So. Yeah. Okay. In fairness, that's just two stores down with the amount. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I think that yeah, they're too lazy to walk a hundred meters. They don't get mountain of them and so i i suppose mm. it just kind of depends anyway the digression now when we were yeah. talking when i said let's start with the um wah, wah, i forgot about the venomized wave hey. like, honestly who needs these <laughs> oh, there's a better uh, movie you. coming out it's gonna happen symbiotes are cool for uh I, I just yeah and and the thing is you know, they only announced the three figures. There's a Venomized Captain America, there's a Miles, Spidey, and uh, and Spider-Gwen. So I assume we're going to get the other three at uh, San Diego in a few I, months. I would be assuming now that we're getting X-Men figures, uh, I would not be surprised if uh, we actually see Tom Hardy Venom uh, figures for this wave. Oh, you think it might tie in? You know, Woody Harrelson, or? Carnage, yeah. That's that mm. would be my guess. Why we haven't seen a few more of this way is Woody Harrelson mm. playing Carnage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he wouldn't even have to. Well, play yeah, he was in that little film. Yeah, that guy's a mess. Yeah, because I couldn't find anyone older. Just, no, he'll just be like, 
They couldn't find an older actor, you know. Clint Eastwood said no. I, I am happy from the uh, recent onset photos that they just released. They have uh, gotten rid of the wig that they used in the first movie for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed he was a carny and so. Rusty the clown. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, what yeah. have we missed from Must Be Spoken About? Can someone explain hydrogen? I saw a weird box. This. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's going to be an evergreen on Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. So it's sort of you can just go in and top up your Hydra Troopers when you've got nothing else to buy or, you know, you might need something to get you over a shipping thing or something. You can just chuck a Hydra Trooper in and That's keep it. building. That's it. And I think um, unlike the two-pack one that came out recently, they've dialed back the accessories. He comes with two guns and, and no swap-out heads or anything like that. So very, very basic. And my understanding is they've lowered the price point too. He's only 15 US dollars. So, yeah, I was really excited. I thought I'd get on Hasbro Pulse and order a couple. So <laughs> Denied. Denied. <laughs> All right, last chance. Marvel Legends. Uh, I, well, look, uh, I was really excited, um, obviously, for, for Nimrod. That was my number one. Rogue was right up there. Um, I must admit, I was a bit iffy on the Gameverse wave, but then I realised that I want probably at least four yeah, figures. So Same. happy yeah. with Leader, Rage, Mark One, and the new Marvel. Yes. Um, I think the Miss Marvel actually looks to be a better figure. She's got boots instead of just um, just sort of feet or whatever. Um, and she looks like she's got a much nicer paint job than the first one. Um, Iron Man, always happy to get. He just goes straight into my armory. So that means the only dud for me is uh, the Captain America. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same. I initially thought, oh, no, skip. But, yeah, I will probably end up getting the wave and just selling what I don't want because I definitely want four of them. And we'll see. Yep. I mean, I, I I did think Ms. Marvel was a little bit of a funny choice only because, uh, for me at least, I thought she was a peg warmer the first time around. Um, uh, apparently she's a major part of the game, so. Okay. Mm. Cool. I mean, I'm great. I, I'm very happy to have – I, I like the character. I think it's great. I just was a little bit surprised that she was getting another figure that in this kind of same kit, basically. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. I think the only other thing we missed was the uh, old men. So old man Wolverine and or old man Logan <laughs> and uh, old man Hawkeye, hmm. so. which is uh, I actually it's a series that I haven't read, but I heard nothing but good things uh, from the oh, people who uh, did read it. And uh, hopefully that also means uh, possibly old man Quill uh, in the future. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I've. If you haven't read Old Man Logan, it's actually really, really good. And oh uh, yeah, yeah. Old, Old Man Logan, I have. Um, it's yeah. just the Old Man Hawkeye series. Um, that introduced me. The second series introduced me to um, Andreas um, Sorrentino, who's now my current favorite artist. Oh, go and read his Jeff Lemire um, Green Arrow stuff. That's, and uh, uh, Gideon Falls. Mm-hmm. It's the thing they're doing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome, right. awesome. Okay, well, okay. moving on, but still with Hasbro, the uh, <laughs> much-rumoured and speculated-upon G.I. Joe s- series finally here. Right. Yes. So this is something I am definitely 
uh, <laughs> excited about. I wasn't as excited for this reveal uh, because obviously there were leaks and rumors and all sorts of discussion. And this has also just been theorized about for years. But uh, I am a massive G.I. Joe fan. I haven't really had a chance to talk about it on the podcast because Hasbro really hasn't made anything. They just had the G.I. Yeah. Joe fan club, which was extremely expensive and ridiculous. And often the figures just look like they were kind of custom made. No offense uh, to fun publications, but uh uh, you know, they, they did the very best with what they had and the tiny budget and the reuse of parts that they had to use. Very but, gracious. Yeah. Um, but they weren't necessarily worth me spending $200 on to get to Australia. Um, but I am excited because 6-inch is my uh, preferred scale and we are getting classic characters uh, in classic designs. The deluxe snake eyes just looks absolutely incredible uh and the other characters while they're sort of mixed up with a little bit of modernization i mean they're not uh carrying realistic guns and um their suits aren't a hundred percent uh you know sort of military code it's not nothing from call of duty modern warfare yeah. that's kind of always what gi joe was that to me anyway it's sort of like worry me at all it's gi joe was always sort of two minutes in the future it was uh, i mean you know you, you look at some of the vehicles and things like that but you had people like roadblock carrying you know uh the browning 50 caliber machine gun which is normally mounted on vehicles and then they complain that it's not you know it's not realistic yeah. so, <laughs> so mark are you a, are you a are you a gi joe person at all mark well i growing up with he-man I just saw the GI Joes as tiny little, like they were too small, and I didn't. I <laughs> too never small. Too small. But looking at these now, yeah, yeah. But I like my man big. He's got to be big. Yeah. And now yeah. they're wearing six What um? What's actually cracked? What's cracked me up about these is um, the sheer number of comments online already. We we've only had a few characters. You know what? Four characters have been shown and. The, the criticism, the, the fans come out and you know, it's like Snake Eyes is wearing like a turtleneck, you know, on her, you know, such and such. And if you check the back of card, you know, file card number 17, you can clearly see that blah, 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 blah. And the, the moaning about the costumes and this and this and, you know, that, that gold piece on Scarlet's armor, you know, should be blah, blah, blah. And it's all I can think of is um, back in the day, uh, you know, when we frequented our forums like critical mess and stuff um rocco Ro rocco who uh, love your work mate once said that um he-man fans were the taliban of toy collecting <laughs> and um i actually think now that that they've kind of finished up that their rage has actually um you know is going to be directed elsewhere and i think they're starting to show up you know with the gi joe six inch so i can see this line just endlessly plagued by no, fans the, who the truth bitch is, it's, about it's, everything. It's every line. I've seen that in Transformers. <laughs> I've seen it in everything. I know this one guy who anytime they do a character in Marvel Legends that they've already done before gets grumpy. Uh, it's just, yeah. If they're not the same height as it was in the 1986 <laughs> Who's Who magazine, then that's, chuck that figure in the bin. That's... Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, but I, I'm always of the belief that, I you know, someone, <laughs> if someone's of the belief that like, oh, the, you know, the tread on their boot isn't uh, what matches uh, with this uh, art that we got back in the 80s, then clearly someone should get fired at Hasbro. 
that person's buying the figure. So don't <laughs> they're, they're, if they're that into it. They're buying the figure. Like they're they're they've already cast their vote yeah. with their um, dollar. And I've even seen a lot of people get excited for these just to build up some military figures for Marvel Legends collections or other sort of figure pieces. Like we really kind of haven't had a in-depth military line uh, in a while on the shelves. So it's uh, is also going to open up um, a fair bit, I believe, for customizers as well. But uh, here's me, fingers crossed that we get a Chuckles soon. Chuckles is my boy. I want a Hawaiian shirt action figure. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that'll, you'll get that for sure. Yeah, great. Cool. <laughs> and also under the like <laughs> go ahead mate i was just saying it feels it feels like they've taken the head sculpt for duke from nathan buckley one of the he's a australian football <laughs> cat, cat, coach sorry looks a dead ringer for him yeah, yeah i don't i don't know if uh mark's explaining the football reference to the american <laughs> listeners or Action figure collecting Australian list. Probably both appropriate. That's why I thought I keep that short. Anyone who knows what I'm talking about would just nod and go, "Oh yeah, okay." You know, it's funny because I I, I did actually. Uh, I only have a, a vague um, uh, reference point of Nathan Buckley, but now that you say that, I totally like. So he, he used to. Yeah, well, been... uh, is he a commentator now? No, he's, he's Are you still the coach? Oh, he's still coaching. Okay, got it. Cool. All right. Well, still with Hasbro, but moving on from G.I. Joe to Star Wars, we still have a couple of people uh, on the show collecting in that space, and someone's written something with lots of exclamation points after it, so that must be exciting. Huzzah! <laughs> okay. The owner of the exclamation when, uh, points may speak. <laughs> when uh, when I was a wee lad and madly collecting Star Wars figures, I, I did very well, I, I, I must admit. I, I didn't kind of, you know, miss out. Um, but uh, one of the things I did miss out on uh, was the original Snowspeeder when it came out, and uh, I've just always been um, in love with the design. I love the sequence in Empire. Uh, just everything about it is fantastic. And so after Hasbro really went out on a limb and did that TIE Fighter, I thought, you know, really there were there was really no reason why they couldn't do some of the scaled-down vehicles. And uh, I think... You know, top of my list was obviously the Snowspeeder followed by a Bantha. But um, given that we saw so many of the TIE Fighters on special, there's all those, you know, famous photos on uh, Facebook where, you know, they're mm. clearancing them for 1998 and and things like that. Um, uh, and, you know, I did personally go overboard with the TIE Fighters. I just, I love them so much. But um, this one's just a huge, Describe huge Describe overboard room. because I, for you to say that you went overboard intrigues me. Like, I, I think he's got a plank of wood on one and it's his coffee table right now. But <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. I really like that. I could put Maybe I could have one. Get another four of those I out of have... storage. Yeah, I could have two two of them back to back and uh, oh, put something onto glass on top. So yeah, so okay. Look, I did end up with four of them, so that's that's not that's not overboard. So. Um, but I, I was just really excited. I just, I'm so glad that Hasbro are still making the effort with these vehicles. I mean, you know, we've had the Landspeeder and the Jubac, um, and it just shows that they are prepared to do some of these things in that, that bigger scale. And the Snowspeeder comes with DAC Roltar, so that's actually very cool as well. And in the new, um, they don't call it Archive, the classic series, the ones that actually come with the um, the card backs, They've done a, a Luke Skywalker in his Snowspeeder 
uh, outfit, which I can't, must confess, I didn't think was any different to his X-Wing one, but um, apparently it is. He's got so. one of those uh, cushions uh, around your neck when you go on long flights. Oh, uh, right. That helps. Yeah. And um, wow. I believe wow. they've added butterfly articulation to his shoulders for this oh, cool. version. Too. Excellent. Yeah, like yeah, so good to see a bit of Hoth love going on because we also get the Rebel Trooper, um, which will hurt me a lot because of my army building uh, desires. So, But I think that's amazing. And there's already people uh, doing pre-orders for the Snowspeeder online. I think it was 120 US. Hey, so, you know where you could get that really well, like guaranteed? It would be Hasbro Pops. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. You need to just start putting in John's address for all this stuff. <laughs> Probably should. Just get it all sent to John. Oh, poor John. He would do it too. <laughs> so that'd be fun. <laughs> I, w- I was um, a little bit uh, disappointed with the Hasbro Black. Sorry, the Star Wars Black uh, reveals because there wasn't that many. But then um, they do tend to spread the releases out or the reveals out over the year. There's a lot more events where uh, Star Wars has a presence. So sure. um, I imagine. Yeah, and we'll be getting more sh- soon. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of 80s movies, though. Mm. Who are you going to call? <laughs> I'm going to call you up on Skype right. and talk Matt, about the yeah, Hasbro Matt. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But uh, th- this is an interesting one because uh, for years and years, Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies, and I wanted figures based off the movie and all we had were figures based on the real ghostbusters and uh a couple of years ago they finally opened the license gate and managed to sit bill murray down and get him to sign something that uh let them use his likeness because uh, apparently that was the holdup for years and years uh and uh make ghostbusters figures based on the movie and since then we've got a plethora of ghostbuster figures i think from almost every toy company uh under the sun be it mattel metzgo weird ones that you sort of half remember hearing about like chronicle and amos and loyal subjects and funko and everyone uh and now it is hasbro's turn so uh getting yet another lot of six inch ghostbusters isn't the most appealing thing to me uh but i think hasbro are smart by they are leading with goza which was a figure that uh mattel uh never did in the six inch scale i know diamond selected but Theirs was out of scale with the Mattel stuff, which seems to have been the biggest seller uh, by far in terms of uh, numbers and also just expansive collection that Ghostbuster collectors are most likely to have in that six-inch scale. So uh, it is something that could get them to sort of nibble at the waters and then find themselves picking up the whole line, uh, which considering how well Hasbro are doing with likenesses and whatnot at the moment, uh, it's going to be very tempting for people to upgrade their Peter Venkman. Uh, but not only that, something that I'm really loving at the moment companies are doing, which is getting back into the retro stuff and putting it out uh, for purchase. And Ghostbusters, I was at uh, you know, like sort of three years old, just that kind of perfect age where uh, one of my first memories of going into a toy store was picking up. Uh, Ghostbuster figures on these purple cards that are being re-released. I remember the Toy World here in uh, the town that I grew up. It just felt like this expansive end cap that just went on for 
ages and I just have a real fond nostalgia for these cards. So uh, I'm super excited for the retro figures, even more so than this new sort of uh, plasma uh, one that they're doing. But uh, Hasbro has just been killing it so much in the six inch field that uh, I'm definitely going to be picking these up and uh, giving them a shot. Yeah, build a figure as well. Mm. So So not just um, – yeah, go, Adam. I was going to say, it's going to be interesting what they do if there's going to be a Series 2 of the Plasmas, because if there's not, if you want two Terradogs, then you have to buy two waves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll get another Terradog out there. You've got to have um, Hasbro uh, Pulse. Zool and um, oh, I'm blanking on the third one. Goes as Lewis. Good old, yeah. you know, the... The Gatekeeper and the Keymaster. Ah, that's going to drive me nuts. Sorry, I know people are screaming into their iPods right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> their iPods? Where? In 2004? The, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm iPods. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of Hasbro 6-inch, the last piece that they had, uh, not a huge amount revealed, but uh, this got my line of last year. Uh, we got the new wave of Power Rangers Lightning Collection, uh, which unfortunately had the first reuse figure, which was uh, the Gold Ranger from Zio, who was a one half of the San Diego exclusive two-pack uh, last year. But uh, we have Billy, so uh, we finally have a version of all five of the original uh, MPR Rangers, uh, as well as a Timeout Ranger and a, another Ranger based on the Boom comic book series, which uh, I cannot praise enough and is probably the best power rangers fiction out there uh so it's the uh ranger slayer uh so it's uh it keeps sort of adding and going really in depth with their characters which is uh exciting and uh, i look forward to seeing what more they drop and i'm really hoping we get more of the boom stuff is a timeout ranger because i'm not into power rangers is that for when you're naughty and you have to go sit in the corner yes, yeah exactly yeah that's one of their, like, we're really running out of ideas on how to keep rebranding uh, this Sentai show. Right. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think that was part of the sort of Disney ones. It's like, oh, their suits just have arrows on them. So I, I guess that's a time <laughs> thing. It's like the end of a clock, maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you are you a Power Rangers person, Mark? No. No, I think I, I missed the time frame for that entirely. I was a bit too old when they came out. And so yeah. I did... Initially, I saw that first movie that came out mainly because it had the Red Hot Chili Peppers um, high ground sound <laughs> soundtrack in the soundtrack, and then there was the the whoever the the nemesis, the, the evil woman at the end was. I thought she was stunning, and I had to go and see it. So I think I went more for <laughs> music and lady in it than I did to see any of the Power Rangers. Nice work. Yeah, that was that was about my whole thing with the Power Rangers. <laughs> oh that's so funny so are we is that hasbro done that's hasbro done that is hasbro done and so now we're going to move on to mezco uh mezco has a a number of different lines and property that mainly in our wheelhouse uh is the 112 line i don't know if anyone had his co non-112 observation no they showed off the adams family again but around for ages but have they ever come out or no? No, they didn't, which is weird because the film's been out for uh, going well over six months now, even a bit. The animated so one. I, don't, I don't know what the market on that's going to be. Hmm. 
So in in the one twelve space, uh, I think there's less than we normally see, but hopefully that's because they're learning to keep their releases a little bit more in control from like things that will actually come out in the same as I show them at a con. There's yeah. definitely pieces like I've got my reviewed, uh, etc. So, but uh, what were the new ones that stood out to you? Ghost Rider. Yeah. Is he? I thought he'd been revealed already. Well, I obviously missed that news. <laughs> um, okay, well, I mean, the, the one that, that took me away was the um, – that blew me away was the alien predator. Yes. Like, I really didn't expect them to um, to, to jump in because, uh, you know, obviously getting an alien is actually really, really cool, but it, it gets me wondering straight away just how deep they're going to get into the line. Are we actually going to get – a Sigourney Weaver, um, are we actually going to get any of the colonial marines? Um, it, it boggles the mind with the, that sort of level of detail um, where they'll get to with that. So um, that was really cool. I mean, obviously, I, I keep hoping that we're going to get, like, pulp heroes from Mezco, and then they turn around and do stuff like this. So they're obviously, you know, they, these guys do sit around the table and, and throw out, you know, ideas years for for licenses and i've got to give them full credit um i was actually quite blown away by morbius um you know obviously you know we're starting to see interest in morbius because of the upcoming movie and i I was you know pretty pretty keen for that actually that means that if the um if the movie's any good i just need to wait another two years for the figure (laughs) yeah i I, on the dc side we they'd already announced two-face they may have announced Mr. Freeze, but this is the first time that I've actually seen it. I thought the Mr. Freeze looked amazing. That was yeah, probably yeah, my pick does. of the of the bunch. I mean, there's a lot coming that I'm the 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 KGB beast though. He's cool. I I say I don't know. He's, he seems really thin to me. I I always pictured Beast as being a big sort of hulking yeah, kind of guy, but he looks a bit scrawny a big, for me. Yeah, a big guy. Yeah. I think I missed KG Beast. Like, um, like he really doesn't mean anything to me. So, like, from a, a comics perspective, oh uh, yeah. You, you don't remember him from that classic '66 episode with Adam West? <laughs> first appearance, March 1988. Yeah, I was not. I'd finished reading comics for the first time. He's by then. Yep. he's an interesting choice. Like, he's he's obviously not one of the major rogues. Um, you know, from Batman's world, so it was interesting seeing him. Um, the one that actually got me, and I didn't get any additional information, was there was a shot in amongst all the Mezco stuff that showed Captain America fighting a whole bunch of Hydra agents. Did anyone else see that? Yeah, there, there was a whole um, display with it, like their whole Marvel display had different characters fighting um, so, Hydra agents, but I don't know if that's a tease. Yeah, I know. Upcoming, or if they've just sort of repurposed um like the iron fist suit and put a different sort of goggle thing on a whole bunch of figures because no! <laughs> it doesn't they, it, it's not really an iconic uh hydra agent design if that makes sense like it doesn't look like their their normal yeah. detail they'd go into if they were doing a hydra agent it sort of looks like something that might have been knocked together um with some <laughs> spare parts around the office who can who can army build at a hundred bucks each? So, well, yeah. that's right, John. You would. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Every man has his limits. I, um, Remind me how many tie fighters you have. Uh, Doctor Zayas from Planet of the Apes, because yeah. uh, from a lot yeah. of companies, 
that have sort of put out there. The Planet of the Apes uh, doesn't seem to do that well as a license. Uh, it's um, one of those ones that obviously has a fan base, but uh, people sort of don't really open up the wallet as much for. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if maybe this is what people are waiting for, a sort of high-end figure. Yeah. I'd be... It looks good. I would like to see more uh, characters before I committed to that because you know they have. Uh, if you think about some of the early one twelve figures, which were the Star Trek, Kirk, Spock, McCoy, we've we've yet to see any of the other characters. Like so, yeah. I, I think that could be something that with Planet of the Apes. To me, if you were keen to collect that, you'd want to know that you were getting a few characters. So, just see. I mean, obviously, they're going yeah. where the the. Um, I, I'm surprised they haven't finished the rest of the original series Star Trek crew. Actually, I feel like I don't think they have the license anymore. What? <clears throat> Why? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's bounced. There, there's something funny going on with the Star Trek license. Um, I, I've seen uh, some people make reference to it uh, at the moment, but. Uh, yeah. Bummer. 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 I was going to say, do you guys like the stands these guys are on? Because just the, the artwork, <laughs> I know it's a little bit, you know, not part of the figure, but the stands look awesome. Uh, yeah. You, look, I, I <laughs> as as the main reviewer of these on the on the show, I have a fraught relationship with the um, stands and packaging. Like 47 layers of trays. In them, and then, but but the the main packing that you see at the con, but is an essential part of the Mesco 112 collected Ziploc plastic bag that comes with every single one with nothing in it. And you, you're like, what, what 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 would I use this for? Like, you think I'm going to throw away the box? Like, hello, I don't. So, uh, yeah, they are they are cool. They are cool. They, they do take up quite a bit of space, though. So, if you are, um, if you were going to try, like, I'm about to try and put my Mezco One Trolls in display and will not be used unless I want somebody kind of flying because they take up a lot of room. And the flight stands are – like I would probably more likely put them on a NECA um, stand if I wanted them to fly than their flight ones because they're bulky. But, yeah, they are very pretty. Oh, I, sorry. I'm the, not a fan. The, the, well, they don't have names on them. That would be really against – Ben would be really against that. No, thing. no. I just – I find – I mean, they look great. They really do. And I'm sure if you have a whole bunch of them, you know, all standing next to each other, they really do look amazing. But, you know, it's it's kind of unusual. You wouldn't find Iron Fist standing on a giant disc with, a, you know, his dragon symbol on it. Um, you know, I, I'd much prefer Spider-Man actually come with a base that looks like a rooftop, for example. Um, you know, I, I prefer the disc that goes under Iron Fist to look like that it's, you know, either uh, a dojo or, or, you know, even sort of like a cobblestone giving you the impression that, you know, he's in Kunlun or something like that. So that's that's more my preference. But, I mean, if they were smart, they'd actually make them two-sided so you could flip it over and choose. Hey, write that down, Mezco. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, let's let's move on. We've got still a few companies to get through, and the next one on the list is NECA, which I know that there are some items here that we are very excited about. Um, Eddie's put Yay. little excited purple E next to a couple of them, and uh, one is this little line that we never really talk about on the show called Mutant Turtles. Eddie, would you like to speak about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this uh, line that we don't talk about that has also uh, got my favorite item for three years running uh, is uh, Necker's handling of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles license that started out 
originally as like a little side agreement where they got uh, permission to do something as an exclusive because uh, Pat Laymates have the ultimate license and have somehow turned this into uh, one of the biggest toy uh, brands and uh, it could be my just biased algorithm, but this seemed to be the reveals people were waiting on most uh, toy fair on my social media collector feeds, and they did not disappoint at all. Uh, not only do we have a whole new city diorama, which is uh, based on the animated turtles, uh, we also have uh, animated Triceraton figures. There's three different styles, uh, including a light green one, which is actually a really nice reference to one of the last of the original retro uh, Ninja Turtle uh, Triceraton figures that goes for Buku Bucks uh, on the secondary market. So uh, I, one of the great things about NECA is they always go into the deep cuts uh, with their property. So very nice touch there. We've seen reveals in the animated uh, such as Baxter Stockman, uh, Splinter. Uh, we're getting, we've seen these guys uh, sculpted up for the uh, video game version of the license, but we are getting animated versions of General Trag and Granitor, who uh, we've never actually got a figure of before. Uh, he actually got spoiled uh, about six months ago if for keen-eyed people in the background of a NECA photo, but uh, we're getting Krang uh, in his Android body that uh, comes with all sorts of classic pieces of weapons. And uh, these figures are also going to start coming with little buddies. So he's got a little baby Shredder uh, from an episode where Shredder gets shrunk down. Uh, and that's just sort of the animated uh, side of the license. There is also more Turtles in Time stuff coming uh, where we're getting different colored uh, foot soldiers. They're going into the one-quarter scale. Uh, but the big, big ones and the ones that get people the most excited uh, are the movie figures. And uh, the funny thing with these reveals is you can always sort of work out, okay, who are the next uh, characters that you're going to move to next. And it was highly uh, predicted that it was going to be the secret of the use characters this time around. Uh, so much so that uh, Pixel Dan actually brought his original Tokar and Razor figure uh, to the con uh, just because he was so confident they were going to be revealed and he could get a photo of them together. And they were, but uh, not only were they revealed, they did not disappoint at all. These Tokar and Razor figures based off uh, the Jim Henson puppetry work just look absolutely incredible. And it doesn't do it justice looking at the figures. I highly recommend if you can see a video uh, walkthrough display. Uh, Toka, who's the giant snapping turtle, for those that don't know, he's got this really prominent um, brow. And that brow, uh, Necker have actually made articulated. So it's on sort of an angled swivel joint so he can um, change his expression so he can go from shock face to angry face or one brow down and one brow up. And it hides in That's really cool. well. You wouldn't sort of know that it's there um, unless you saw someone move it. So incredible engineering is also going into these guys, not just uh, the look as well. Uh, and there's also going to be a two-pack of uh, Casey Jones and my favorite turtle, Raphael, uh, in his trench coat, uh, which gives me one of my most quoted lines uh, throughout uh, PE class in high school here in Australia, which is cricket. You got to understand crumpet to understand cricket. So uh, very excited <laughs> to. Oh That's my gosh, why Eddie was always been, alone at lunchtime. I was say, yeah. You must have been yeah. so popular. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that that was a, that was a classic line, Michael. Oh, and I forgot to mention too. Uh, of course, uh, if we're going into Secret of the Use, how can you do that without touching upon Super Shredder, uh, who's going to be a massive deluxe figure, and he just looks absolutely uh, incredible. So uh, even more turtle stuff is on the way, and uh, Randy has teased that uh, this is not even all of 2020. Uh, this is just the beginning. There's going to be more to come and more surprises. So I'm fingers crossed for a Tatsuo, but uh, when it comes to Turtles, these uh, reveals did not disappoint at all. Even if it might have been what we sort of expected, um, they uh, still outmet expectations. I'm very concerned by the tire selection like behind Toka and Razor because they're they're not well matched. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, junkyard. It's, it's not good. Uh, but uh, speaking of things that uh, we did expect and going into the things that we didn't expect, uh, NECA had two licenses that uh, no one knew that they had or were working on and were absolute shocks. Uh, the first we have mentioned, which is Defenders of the Earth, which was an 80s cartoon series that used the King feature comics characters such as the Phantom, Flash Gordon, Mandrake the Magician, and uh, I'm pretty sure he was made up Lothar. for the show. Uh, yeah, Lothar. Lothar. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, fighting Ming the Merciless, and uh, we are getting figures from NECA that are based on those Galoob action figures. Uh, and they were just some fantastic designs. They're the designs that I grew up with for these characters. And uh, they're actually using uh, pieces of and have been sculpted by the same man who um, – I have to apologize. I'm blanking on his name now. I know – uh, there's a George in there somewhere. So it's either George something or something, George, uh, who did the DC figures for NECA that eventually had to come out as exclusives and were wow. near impossible to track down here in Australia. Um, but they are the same fella. So uh, for, they appeared on a lot of people's best of uh, 2019 list. Uh, so this will actually give us a chance to play around with these sculpts and bucks. And uh, they do look impressive. Uh, I am extremely excited for these. As I mentioned, I didn't know that I wanted them. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about it. I, and I one, one thing that's a little bit sad for me uh, with this news is one of the reasons I didn't expect this is because I thought all the King's license was held by Boss Fight Studios at the moment. And at this show, they mm. finally revealed their Phantom figure and a couple of their Flash Gordon figures. And I do, there is a part of me that does feel bad for Boss Fight because, uh, you know, they're working on this license and NECA have sort of come out of nowhere and just stolen all the attention with these amazing figures. Uh, now, their ones are much more based on the classic comics. So, particularly Phantom. Uh, I'm still looking to nab over there, but it's uh, hard to deny that these guys don't uh, steal the spotlight. They're eight inch though, which I was a bit surprised by. Yeah, that's that's sort of the Necker um, size scale. Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of nebulous. How we say three and three quarter, but most are sort of four inch, or we say six inch, but yeah. most figures now sort of six point five to. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I just, I was really quite blown away. I mean, I, I've asked for a long time for pulp figures and, you know, I've always included um, the likes of the Phantom 
um, you know, in that with, you know, the Shadow and Doc Savage and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so seeing these, I, I just think it's amazing. And I'm, I'm so glad that there's companies that are still willing to take a chance on characters that don't feel, don't sort of feature prominently in, in other media. It's not like we're, you know, mm. getting a, a Flash Gordon big budget movie or something to, to help sell, which is, you know, obviously the the catalyst behind Mezco bringing us a Morbius 112 figure. Um, otherwise, I don't think Morbius would be particularly high up the list. So, you know, to see characters like this, I'm just, I'm, I'm really quite thrilled that, that we're still getting stuff like this. Yeah. Me and Ben were daydreaming a bit of, uh, there's not that many <laughs> characters in Defenders of the Earth, so wouldn't it be cool, and since NECA do like their deep cuts and original content, uh, if they just expanded the Defenders line as if all these other pop characters joined the series <laughs> later on and we got a Green Hornet and a Zorro and all that Ooh. in this. Doc Savage, uh, the Shadow, so the Savage, Spider, yeah. Buck Rogers. Yeah, yeah, be very cool. Uh, and uh, the other license that uh, no one realized that NECA had and has shocked a lot of people uh, and it's something that uh, people have definitely asked for is the Back to the Future license. Ah. There's finally going to be articulated Back to the Future action figures that aren't sort of reaction or something kind of stylized. Uh, and it's coming out. It's going to be very similar to their ultimate form uh, figures. At the moment, all we have seen are Marty figures. So uh, we've got uh, Marty in sort of his uh, most iconic outfit with the green sort of puffer uh, jackets uh, that gets mistaken for a life preserver by his uh, young mother. Uh, and uh, what's being referred to as Space Marty, uh, where he's Darth Vader and uh, is trying to trick his <laughs> to go into a prom or uh, crashes uh, into the barn house and gets mistaken. Uh, for an alien uh, now they have spoken this isn't just one of those cases um, that they have the michael j fox license there are a lot more figures and apparently some surprises coming uh down the line since this is the 35th anniversary uh this is just the initial reveals that they had ready and were able to pop uh and the license does also cover the animated series so similar to their tuned up figures and that they've been doing uh they are going to be tuned back to the future figures coming out of marty doc einstein and uh biff uh now i wasn't that big of a fan of the back to the future cartoon but uh it is uh nice to see that they're going deep with this license awesome ben hmm. the, i mean anyone can talk about alien and predator pieces but ben do you want to take the lead on the NECA alien predator stuff yeah it's nice to see this still ticking along i mean NECA went through a stage where they started re-releasing uh, a whole bunch of the earlier predators just on the updated buck um with the articulation which was really nice except for uh, those of us who spent the money on the the earlier ones so um i think hopefully they've put the recent uh, predator movie behind them and and moved on um i think what was really exciting uh about alien um, is that we're actually starting to head back more into the the territory of um, likeness rights. Um, mm -hmm. Scotty, you remember when when you and I talked to Randy, you know, way back in the day, um, likeness rights are actually pursued with the actor, um, and so you actually have to negotiate with the actor. And I think Randy said pretty flat out that Tom Skerritt was um, was always going to be a no. So um, so yeah, look, they're they're still ticking away with some new releases. Um, there, there's a few interesting things happening with NECA. I think one that was pretty cool was that um, – oh, remind, remind me if, I'm, if I got this right, Eddie, that um, 
that pop culture here in Australia, who are the, the biggest kind of retailer of um, pop culture related items, have actually negotiated mm-hmm. with NECA to do a uh, an exclusive Predator that they've designed themselves. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. I think, That's which was actually... Yeah, so which is actually pretty cool. Um, so, look, yeah, we're still getting some of the Nostromo crew from the first film. Um, we're getting Ash and, and Kane, uh, which is actually pretty groovy. So that little bit closer each and every <laughs> event, I think. Um, and, and thanks, obviously, to, to Randy for just continuing to push forward with these. It's actually very cool. Still getting some of those... Um, stylized uh, aliens that, that are based on uh, sort of like a homage to the original Kenner line, which is cool. Um, Vasquez is in there, stylized. But, yeah, good to see these still ticking along. I, I haven't actually shown as much interest in um, probably the last oh, 18 months for Necker and Predator. This used to be uh, a line that, that Eddie and I would would talk backwards and forwards all the time about because we were pretty excited. But mm. um, the problem is they're, they're sort of fairly scarce in Australia and when you can find them, the price is just exorbitant now. So, you know, I'm just not prepared to pay $60 for an action figure. Um, so, yeah, these are taking a bit of a back seat for me. Every, every now and then I pick up a Predator if they look, you know, really cool. But I think my passion will always lie with the um, – you know, the original movie ones, the the tribe that was featured at the end of Predator 2, etc. That's kind of... Well, that's, uh, you're definitely getting now is uh, that lost tribe because they are doing alternate versions of uh, yeah. all those characters for the they anniversary. <laughs> uh, that is going to come with both a masked and ma- unmasked head. So the yep. characters in the film that had the mask on, you'll see what they look like underneath. And the characters uh, that didn't have masks, you'll finally get to see what their predator mask uh, looks yeah. like. And um, I happen to know it's a Australian uh, designer that is, I don't think he's been announced yet who it is, so I won't say the name. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be an Australian uh, that's working on uh, a lot of that Sweet. stuff. So a uh, nice local connection. Yeah, uh, future discussion yeah. perhaps. Hmm. Does anyone have like a scale mop that we could put with Harry Dean Stanton? Like he's just <laughs> the number of times that he's played the custodial officer. <laughs> the janitor. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. I just feel like, I feel like it, it needs to happen, even though yeah. it's not alien specific. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Very good. Okay, and I think that, that might be NECA. Yeah. Okay. Next on our list is McFarlane. Um, I'm about to get my first uh, look at the DC Multiverse figures. I think mine are coming um, tomorrow or Tuesday. Uh, We didn't see a massive amount of new solicits here, but there were some. Yeah, no, it actually sort of surprised me that there wasn't more than what there is because I sort of felt like this line, uh, they might have been... Uh, ready to drop but McFarlane isn't really one for dropping a whole bunch of things uh, super early on anyway so doesn't mean that there's not uh, more coming through the year Um, but they do generally play things pretty close to the vest and uh, often uh, fairly close to release we only just recently saw uh, the bloodshot figure and that's already finding its way into people's hands so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I've I noticed McFarlane's one of those that has a pretty short 
window he kind of announces them and then within a month or two you know they're, they're out and about which is actually really really cool yeah, yeah so it, it does seem like a lot of these are actually probably production samples that we are seeing here like there is ones of the wonder woman figures and you're seeing already packaged mocked up versions so um i would be assuming they're close but uh i did like what was there once again unfortunately it is batman and uh maybe possibly another dc character in there but still probably closely tied to batman so uh the ones that really took my eye are the white knight uh figures based off the sean murphy comic so we have asriel a uh the white knight who's actually the joker it's a sane version of the joker in this alternate world uh and a batman figure uh from that uh, story and of course uh the arkham uh design figures which is those uh, obviously one of uh, the biggest uh media pieces of batman it's hard yep. to uh, state just how huge those games are the, so the, the, uh, we'll Arkham see the brawl time figures particularly the joker i think look absolutely amazing and i i quite you know if there's no builder figure um i i quite like the kind of true multiverse concept of the things from different pockets of uh, properties that you can kind of choose to buy or not buy. Um, I, I think that that is quite cool. I really like the packaging. I have to say, I think that the um, some of the Wonder Woman movie stuff looks great um, as well. Uh, so it's great to see that you know we're getting those tie-ins. The um, the golden armor Wonder Woman may tempt me, even though I don't normally do movie figures, but um, I think that looks pretty amazing as well. And they do seem to match up. Like you wouldn't, it doesn't seem like you'd be out if you put your Arkham Asylum Joker next to the White no. Knight Azrael, for no. uh, example. Like there are a couple of the animated figures that sort of have their own style going, but uh, the all the realistic ones do seem to blend. And I actually got my Superman and Batman last week, and uh, I've taken them out of the package, and they're a lot of fun to pose around and uh, play with. Uh, so I'll. Uh, I'd uh, definitely be following these in future. I don't know if I'll be all in, but uh, yeah. I am interested to see with what they do. Yeah, you've you've been uh, you've been pretty quiet, Mark, on the movie and video game front. Do you do you have any kind of loyalties to any of those particular you know licenses that would sort of uh, step you over the line into buying action figures of them? Well, I'm, I'm currently I'm, I'm quite a bit behind, but I'm just playing um, Arkham Knight. Like not now, as we speak, but say two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. it. So I'm I'm definitely going to pick up that Azrael. But um, but I grew I grew up with buying McFarlane toys, and when I when I got stuck into them, I bought the Twisted Land of Oz figures, and the articulation in those was was not high, but the <laughs> detail of the figures was yeah. amazing. Like you, there was a the Toto figure was like this huge beast. Yes. And, and you would turn it upside down and it was had like a clear belly with heads or I can't off the top of my head I can't remember right now but it had something moving around in the stomach and those those figures they I, I still have them in a tub somewhere because I can't have them out because <laughs> I've got small children and having Dorothy <laughs> with small covering over her chest wouldn't go down well <laughs> this, these <laughs> yeah. so like these figures I, I expect a lot from McFarlane Especially in, yeah. in the detail and the little bit of armor or something extra to come with it. So these yeah. these are while they're nice and they're they're good figures, I I expect a lot from a Todd McFarlane figure. Yeah. 
Do you, do you have any brand loyalties? Like you're you know, a fan of, you know, say Terminator or, um, you know, Friday the 13th or something where you find yourself, you know, drawn to a particular property? Not so much. No, I'll, I, I go for what I think looks pretty, which is, which is, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, uh, yeah, you can't just have stuff sitting around the house. I've got a toy room full of He-Man stuff, which is yeah. locked just for what I'm saying, insurance purposes. But it's yeah, to keep the three-year-old's hands away from the four and five hundred dollars statues. So yeah. <laughs> you got to keep. I have one or two um, cabinets around the house. It's like one of one of them's got some old D1 Transformers. But I have to for me to buy something that is that that's going to stand out and sit out on the shelf. It really needs to stand. It does. It needs to stand out. It needs to have a bit of flair. And these these are not what I would expect from McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think we're you know it really is a new era, so it's going to be uh, yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Now, uh, yeah, speaking speak of mass produced, I would say yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, more classic McFarlane. Uh, we have had uh, him returning to Spawn. Uh, so there is going to be a uh, sort of, I'm going to say super articulated, but it's not really that. It's super articulated for a McFarlane figure Spawn coming in the Mortal Kombat uh, line uh, for the video game figures that he's doing there. Uh, that's going to have all that articulation, which this is something that fans have been requesting from him for a very long time is an articulated spawn. So uh, that is finally coming. Uh, But along with that, we also got a reveal of a Kickstarter, which is kind of like a spawn classics. Uh, So we've only got the sculpt for the original uh, spawn figure sort of modernized. And it is very much what you would actually expect from a McFarlane spawn where it seems like it's, almost non-articulated except for a couple of weird uh, joints uh, chucked in. Uh, so he's got a swivel on like one shoulder and at the waist by the look like, but a big, huge sculpted case cape diorama piece that does echo uh, the way the cape on that original figure looked. He does have an alternate head uh, that is the hamburger head with the stitching uh, from where Batman threw a batarang into his face and uh, seemed to carry on for quite a few issues after that crossover uh, in the main book. Uh, and this is going to be a Kickstarter, uh, which Ooh. is, yeah, interesting uh, because even though McFarlane Toys is just actually a privately owned uh, company, it's for all essential purposes, a mom pop uh, toy store, uh, Killing it with things like uh, Fortnite and all that. So uh, they've definitely got money, uh, but uh, obviously he's getting fans to put their money where their mouth is. Classic Spawn line has been requested for so long, uh, and they're going to see if it's uh, viable. Beauty. All right. Next on our list as we start heading towards the end. Oh, my gosh, we've got Funko to do. We can't list all the pops. We'll never go to sleep. <laughs> uh, but before that, we've got Bandai. So... If I do a quick whip through, um, things that grabbed my eye, um, there was the Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Uh, so we'd seen a Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Was it an exclusive at SDCC last year? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, year before. Year before. Um, and that was essentially just a repaint of the Vegito that they'd already released. So this one is on the new buck. So it's got the 
all the T-crotch piece and all that kind of gear and the butterflying chest pieces. Um, the hair, so the head sculpt is new. Um, it looks like it comes with a bit of an energy blast. So for anyone that didn't want to pay ridiculous amounts for the exclusive from the year before last, uh, you now have an option. Um, yeah. Yep. Which I, I was getting tempted to, so it's uh, actually saved me. So I'm very happy about this release. There you go. Um, the other one that has had people going uh, that I've seen in a couple of places on uh, Facebook, people going, uh, if you're uh, really excited about this figure, you may be getting a, a visit from the FBI or I guess in Australia, the AFP to put you on a national register. And that is uh, Kid Chi Chi from Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, her costume is as inappropriate as, inappropriate as it ever was. Um, otherwise, good looking figure, possibly a little bit too shiny on the flesh tones. I'm going to have to buy that figure in person. There's no way I can order that over the internet. Like, it just makes me really uncomfortable. Oh, see, I, 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 was, I was thinking the opposite. I think this is a figure I have to order and not have physical interaction with someone when I... Uh... <laughs> paper bag and... That's right. Sporting goods, yeah, yeah, sporting goods. Yeah, yeah that, this is one that I might purchase from Japan specifically, just so I get that little brown sugar <laughs> box on the sugar outside. Box, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, um, That's crazy. Yeah, this, this is one that uh, mm-hmm. when people aren't Dragon Ball fans that come over uh, might might be, be like, the yeah, most what, anime type this? of thing to be on the Dragon Ball shelf. Yeah, but um, she comes with the two star Dragon Ball, and uh, you gotta gotta get them all. Gotta gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon. Uh, anything else on the Bandai side? That was all I had. Uh, we had Square Enix on there doing more funky yes. Marvel stuff. Yeah, so so Square Enix have got their, um, what is it, Marvel Bring Arts um, variant, whatever they call that line thing going on. Uh, so there's a cap, there's an Iron Man that looks kind of like the, um, what was that era of Iron Man, just before Extremis? Um it's like fractionally after Heroes Reborn, but it kind of looks a bit like that with um, big wingy kind of things instead of. I think at the time it was just referred to as modern Iron Man. Yeah, there you go. Um, so it looks a bit like that. Um, they've also got a, an Iron Spider, Spider Man going on, and that actually looks really kind of cool and hyper detailed. I think that'd be the, the pick of the lot for mine, but that one is currently just a prototype with. Um, no paintwork, and they also had a design sketch for a Thor, which um, I don't think that's going to be the taste of a lot of people. I do uh, like these just above the images that we have of uh, the Square Enix Marvel. Uh, they've got, uh, we possibly have seen these before, Final Fantasy VII figures that are designed like the kind of old school PS1 graphic block characters that almost look like lego figures in a way and that's uh, i i kind of like that oh yeah like the um chibi overworld type yeah like okay. when you're running around between yeah ones. it's not a cutscene. yep hey right, cool mm. and moving on we then have oh now we have funko <gasps> yeah all the things, if we things, try and list everything, we'll never finish because they'll just keep announcing yeah. things. Look, I think yep. <laughs> right. they've announced like 10 more things while we were just kind of talking about announced. Um, look, I, 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 know, <laughs> I know people like you, you can – I've said this before. I think because there are so many of them, you can blank out as to the, the creative and quality. But 
one reason why I think these have endured to this point is a they really know how to grab licenses that draw people in um but b they are really clever in terms of the way that they like if you know the the property you see all the little nods um i'm i'm a huge us office fan i i really don't want to end up with a bunch of office pops or when they bring things out like dry with the stapler in jello i hmm. i just like how can i not <laughs> buy that and still call myself a fan of the office like that is just yeah, you know yeah. so iconic like <laughs> um uh, one of the the things that i i constantly get blown away with the funko pops is you go okay they've now done everything like there is not a single property that they haven't done and then they announce archie and you're like oh my god how did i forget archie there's yeah and now there's like another 10 pops coming from you know the archie characters and it's like Wow, I didn't even think of that. So they really must sit around a table throwing out anything they can think of and, and seeing what sticks. They must just have this massive checklist of whiteboard that they've got, like, you know, have we got this license? And they just tick it off so that yeah, everyone yeah. knows. Like, whoever it is that organised the license goes, oh, yeah, don't bother with that one anymore. Uh, yeah, we got that one, we got that one, we got yeah. that one. Just amazing. Yeah. yeah, American Psycho, Miami Vice, <laughs> yep. Crocodile Any- Hunter... Yu-Gi-Oh. I I do like the Will and Grace figures. Uh, the Sean Hayes actually yes. looks more realistic yeah. and um, actually has more expression than Sean Hayes now does in real life. <laughs> okay. Well, the biggie, like the notorious wow, G cover. that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I love Will and Grace too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like that. I mean, you know, thinking about uh, obviously, you know, some of the horror lines that they do, it's quite funny that, you know, obviously, um, you know, Halloween, Friday the 13th, all that sort of stuff. But then, you know, American Psycho. It's like American Psycho. That movie came out forever ago. And wow. Like, I just, okay. It's one I hadn't actually well, pictured. They're doing dinosaur pops, and yes. I don't mean the prehistoric creatures. I mean the prehistoric TV show, uh, yeah. not the mama. <laughs> I thought that show was hilarious. So that's that's just an automatic. Yeah, I love it. And every time they announce a line like this, I just go, oh no, oh, like, but you know, it, it edges me so much closer to getting pops, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. I've no, no, to, I don't. Like in this in superheroes, the way that I've dealt is that I get only comic versions of female characters. I know it's just kind of random that it started that way, but they don't get as many, they're not as many of them. And often you're in there things like the, uh, you know, classic Scarlet Witch and that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But that's a way of keeping it from being a billion from me is to say just the female characters. Um, but then because I do have a bit of a Disney, like, you know, Disney villains thing as well, um, you know, that thankfully they don't make a million of them. Uh, real huge lack of Ursula at this toy fair, by the way. I've got to say, guys, you need to do better. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'm looking at you, Q Posket. No. Um, the The... So, but then it's just amazing how, even though I say that, how like I look now just at my desk here in my home office, and I've got a IG Eleven um, Mandalorian pop because I just like love the IG that sort of thing. So that's how they suck us in, people. Now, now this could be breaking news. I don't know if anyone's covered this yet, but uh, there's Wonder Woman uh, mystery minis, uh, and on the images that we have here from Bleeding Call. Cool, 
Uh, they have an armored Wonder Woman in the front, and just above her on the shoulder is a full-on uh, cheetah version of Cheetah. And as mm. far as I know, that design hasn't come out or been shown anywhere. So oh, that's uh, the first reveal of that yeah. design, as far as I know. And normally this is the type of thing that collider <coughs> and variety and that go all nuts over when they're like, oh, Lego set shows off what character yes. X is going to look like. <laughs> ble- ble- yeah, no one's uh, covered that. So if we it's could be uh, cool. It may not be right? true. Well, it's it's an image. It's, the, uh, <laughs> it's, not, Rick, it's not Rich Johnson uh, making his. <laughs> um the, okay so funko amazing keep keep them coming and please don't make me buy more than i can afford spin masters dc i reviewed them on a, a couple episodes ago um the again we didn't see mountains of new characters there but i did spy a couple of things like a copperhead etc um which is super fun and um we, if you recall when we reviewed when, when i reviewed the spin masters four inch line Eddie said, I reckon people could kind of like these as just little like desk tchotchkes, that sort of thing. And that is definitely true. Mine are still sitting on the desk. Um, they're fun to play with. <laughs> nice um, yes, they've, <laughs> yeah. they've participated in several of my video conference work meetings um, uh, recently because I bring them out when things get boring and where I work, that's often. Um, the And I'm like, okay, everyone, look at my new Batman. Um, One... Um I, I do think it's cool they uh, have, because one of the things we talk about is those weird little tchotchkes that they come with mm-hmm. um, in the little side things. They've got a Batcave playset that's coming out. I saw that. And they have a like one of the sort of, kind of looks like his uh, armory suit thing from the 89 movie uh, that he has, but it's got spots in it that you can put those armor pieces in and sort of have a armor display there in the Batcave from those little... Um, mm-hmm keys that you get with the figures yes very good so i mean it's fun it's fun i'm enjoying that i saw a a killer croc as well was another one that um i, I saw in there that looked cool so as long as they kind of keep those coming that is super fun okay we are down to the last couple of things super seven uh this has got a few they've got a few different things happening yeah, so we've got some more of the uh, Thundercats in that uh, He-Man classic uh, style. So uh, we've got Jaguar, Cheetah, and Sliver uh, starting to make their way out. That was probably their big announcement. I was a bit disappointed we didn't get any new Turtle reveals, um, considering Turtles were going to be so hot uh, at this con. But uh, we we can sort of see, quote-unquote, in person uh, the next wave of them. Uh, coming through and obviously they've still got a ton of uh, retro uh, figures and that also coming uh, as well. Mm. And finally on our list, good old boss fight. Yeah, so this, as I was saying before, these guys I did feel really bad for because it is a nice phantom figure. It's very comic accurate down to his weird zigzag lined underoos. but uh, it's sadly like it, it does feel like three and three quarter is a bit of a figure scale uh, of the past. And um, there, there is something about it that just doesn't hold the detail or articulation the same way. Uh, and it, it, it is starting to feel that slight bit less impressive because this phantom figure is everything that I wanted in a phantom figure. And I would have been ecstatic and over the moon for this phantom figure reveal. But uh, NECA have just come out with this. Uh, other one that's just sort of knocked it out. But 
Uh, both sides do scale, have something. Though. Like, in, I mean, it is. A, yeah, it, I, you it, know, I think it's, it's still. Yeah. It, it, it definitely is, and there, there's an art to doing it in a scale. And I actually don't think there's anyone who does it better than boss fights. If uh, you're going to have anyone uh, work something up in this scale, my one of my favourite toy lines of all time is the GI Joe Pursuit of Cobra, uh, which uh, is what uh, the boss fights team. Uh, worked on before they were boss fights and uh, some of the stuff that they fit in there was absolutely incredible uh, in terms of design it's just uh, uh, more in comparison when you're putting it up uh, in terms of other announcements like if this had just come out in a vacuum uh, it would have been uh, way more impressive and it's it's really unfortunate because I know that's something that they have no control over and they would have worked really hard on these figures uh, but one thing that does really impress me and uh, I am very happy to see uh, and because uh, we really haven't seen this elsewhere, is a really nice Zorro figure. Um, I actually think out of all the figures they've revealed, the Zorro figure uh, is the yeah. most impressive and looks absolutely fantastic. And they've got this brilliant horse buck going at the moment, so getting that for Ghost uh, with Tarzan <laughs> yeah. and uh, Tornado with uh, Zorro, uh, yeah. that's really cool. So I still will most likely be picking up uh, some of these. Like I definitely want to get... Uh, a phantom and i want to get the gray version of phantom uh because we actually didn't mention it with the NECA stuff before but for people living in america the phantom is actually huge here in australia like he's huge. crazy superman uh yeah. batman level. i used to go to newsstands here in australia and mm. there would always be a phantom comic book on the stands uh which uh, is not exactly the case with American comic books. Uh, he's, he's a much more of an obscure character, but he is uh, absolutely like I you used to not be able to go into a lamp store without seeing a phantom lamp. Please, if so you have a phantom lamp, please send us a photo. Podcast at actionfigureplease.com. Yeah. I just think that would be absolutely amazing. It's, we, it's, we, we promise tra- not like, to mock you publicly. Uh, yeah, th- sorry, Americans, but th- that that's an in-joke that Australian <laughs> people definitely uh, know. So um, I, 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 Phantom was a huge part of my superhero life growing up, and unfortunately we never really got that many great figures. And I think up until this Toy Fair, the best was still the Defenders of the Earth figure from the 80s, uh, which uh, I, I do uh, still have. Wasn't, uh, that a Billy, wasn't there a Billy Zane movie one? That was not a good figure. I said a it good figure. A good movie. That, oh, a good that, figure. That, I that was the one where they modeled, they, the model they used for the likeness was actually not Billy Zane, but Moonface from the Faraway Tree because he just had a flat. Like it, I don't know what what meeting that production company had where they're like, yeah, you know what, having sort of this flat disc for a head shape works well for our movie you leave line. Bert Newton alone. But, <laughs> For fuck's sake, he's a national treasure. His son's an abhorrent piece of shit. Wow. We're off to save the jungle, Valveteer. Um, yeah, so. But it's All nice right. to see these characters. Like, obviously, you know, getting the license rights for, for Tarzan, for Zorro, obviously um, the Phantom as well, um, you know, means that, that there's sort of potential for, for so many more of these characters. Characters, so I'm still, you know, hanging in there for uh, for my pulp heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the uh, I, I love the Alex Raymond art, uh, Flash Gordon stuff. They've been uh, promoting the movie stuff a lot, but they've got uh, some designs up for the comic based stuff from the 30s, and that uh, is beautiful and old and pulpy. And I 
I do really love it. So uh, don't uh, if you if you do like the pulp characters uh, and are excited about Defenders of the Earth, don't uh, don't ignore boss fights. Uh, pop down and have a look at what they're doing. Okay, last chance to mention anything that we didn't uh, list before. A couple of things that I uh, have noticed that I'm interested. In. Um, Storm Collectibles. Uh, this is not news, but uh, is doing some injustice, uh, DC injustice, you know, Gods Among Us video game figures. Um, I I mentioned that I picked up a couple of the higher toys, um, three and three quarter, like highly articulated figures from that game. Um, I'm interested in a couple of these, depending on the the price point. That these are one um, twelve scale, I think, but the the Doomsday and in, in particular, I think looks really cool. I don't think that was a, a new announcement. I think that was already there, but I just noticed it. They also showed a Lobo and a and a Dark Side, etc. And um, I love that game. I, lo- I love uh, my eldest daughter Trump just killing me in that game every time we play mercilessly. Um, and uh, that's cool. Uh, Kotobukiya did have a, a showing there, and we're getting a new Poison Ivy in. Um, DC, Kotobukiya line, a new black cat in Marvel line, which all very nice, but please. Although the Poison Ivy, if you mm-hmm. don't, the Poison Ivy original, um, Kotobukiya one, you don't have it is like a billion dollars on the secondary market. So I couldn't understand why they would do a new one of her. Anything else? Last chance. Oh, I'm exhausted. Uh, I was surprised uh, Diamond Select announced a Lord of the Rings line, and it's gotten very little fanfare, which is uh, quite weird to me for such a big distributor of figures and uh, such a big license, but uh, that seems to have drifted into obscurity. They might might be timing that with the new TV show. Uh, possibly. It is the Peter Jackson um, designs. They've shown oh, okay. um, yeah. a, a few of the figures, but just no one seems to really be covering it that much. Well, we are now. Mm. Yes. They and should be grateful the, to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Mark, you've completely dominated the conversation here, um, but uh, if anything else that you didn't get a chance to mention before when you were talking so much? No, I think I'm spent. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Both emotionally and financially. <laughs> yeah. Now, unfortunately, Mark, yeah, you're, you are yeah. the He-Man guy, uh, and unfortunately, we're recording before we've had the Mattel panel and discussion, and possibly, uh, I don't know if Mondo turns up at uh, Toy Fair, but uh, obviously, not a lot of Mondo news either. For the uh, He-Man Origins lines, what figures are you hoping that they reveal are coming soon? See, I'm on the fence about it. Like, I've I've kind of stayed away because they look like figures i already have but the the scare glow they showed was was pretty nice and i just want something new because i don't i don't seem to since i've been collecting in 83 and i'm old school collector of everything he man i'd like something i don't have and them calling it origins and going back to the start again i just feel like i've done this five to ten times but I'll Would want you something that they be excited if they showed toys from, say, the Kevin Smith TV series that's upcoming? Oh yes, very much. I'd be I'd be excited. I'd I'd like to see a couple of the characters from the Shearer cartoon that they just did. Anything new? Just something new, not yeah. <laughs> not just a more art version of something that I already have, because that's that's what they look like. Yeah. It's actually like a good... oh, I'm still going to buy. It. <laughs> it's a good point because, um, you know, like my girls are, are nine, nine, and eleven, and they love the new Shira 
cartoon. And and so I would love to see a section, you know, of the toy aisle devoted um, to that new show. You know, they'd be they'd be stoked. Hmm. Yeah, well, the the ones I've got at the moment from Shearer, uh, I think they're almost nine inch. They're massive. They're like Barbie dolls, but they're they're clearly not action figures. And girls want to play. Well, not that the show is aimed at girls, but you know, for the main part, I would say it is. But why not make more robust toys that girls can smash together? And like, if they want to have a fight, they can have a fight. If they want to do clothes shopping, they can do clothes shopping. Whatever they want their toys to do, but they need yep. to be able to play with them. Yeah, mm. they can do whatever they want. That's what they need to be able to do. Very good. Mm. On that, I still want to get one dope soda. Uh, soda can toys, the He-Man ones, the He-Man and Skeletor soda can. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit sad. So. so, in closing, Eddie very kindly put up a poll in the Action Figure Blues Collector Community uh, Facebook page, which, uh, if you're Sorry, it's a group, not a page. If you are not a member of that group, then please come and join us, as long as you're really cool and you're not going to post about Dora the Explorer. Cause, um, the, uh, well, I do a lot, just from like post-traumatic stress parent overwatching um, that terrible card. The uh, poll was, uh, what are you most interested, or best thing at Toy Fair 2020 for you? Um, you can tell that Eddie wrote it because nothing's capitalized. Um, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh and uh eddie you, it's your poll so you can talk about who won so far what's doing well yep so uh as of the time uh that uh we are recording this the big uh winner of uh for people's the people's choice uh for <laughs> 2020 uh is gi joe classified that seems to be the thing that has people most excited uh coming out of this toy fair which is exciting yeah. because uh for ages gi joe seemed to be dead and one of my favorite uh twitter accounts that unfortunately has now gone away used to be called gi joe is still dead and every day they just used to post still dead still dead <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that joke's now done for okay. um, whoever the dedicated person was. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it seems to be back, and I am a Joe fan, so uh, he is hoping uh, that it's around for a long time. Uh, and other things uh, seem to be the Team NT Turtles and uh, Defenders of the Earth also got a uh, fair bit of love as well. Most things um did seem a little bit uh one that we didn't really cover here uh, they got some was transformers uh to me i had a look at the transformer reveals and it seemed like a lot of repaints of the siege stuff done for the new netflix tv series and uh some other sort of cool characters but uh nothing sort of unexpected there but i think if you're a big studio series person which is the movies uh, there were some call uh, releases there, but to be honest, I can't really tell those characters apart, so I don't know <laughs> if they're exciting or not. Very good. Well, if you want to tell us what you liked or didn't like about uh, Toy Fair, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can find us on Facebook, Action Figure Blues. You can join our aforementioned Facebook group. We are on Twitter at AF Blues and Instagram, Action Figure Blues. We're not on Snapchat because we're not cool enough. Um, but if you are and you want to run our Snapchat and you're not completely creepy, um, let me know and we'll think about it. Um, and other than that, Mark, 
um, yeah, you did your first Toy Fair show, and uh, we let you talk a little bit, and I'm sure we'll let you talk more in the future. <laughs> That's cool. It was just enough. Just enough. <laughs> That's right. No, that was good. It was good. It's great to um, great to uh, start off the year like this. It's such a kind of one of those milestones, and um, definitely looks to be an expensive one. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe for me is like that's never been my property, but those figures, you know, I know the property. I've never owned Joe stuff, but I just know I'm going. <laughs> Um, but yeah. so now I need to go to bed so that I can get up and make the money that I'm going to buy all these. And yeah. y'all should uh, well. It's been awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Good journey. <laughs> see you next time. Bye. Good night, nerds. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. Our theme music is by Robert Crandall. Our ad music is by Scott Holmes. The AFB logo is created by Nath Stones. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please check out our sponsors like Mark's Comics and Stuff, Loot Crate, Audible, and Gamefly. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash ActionFigureBlues. Thanks for listening. Sorry, Mark, I gave you the and, which is a huge responsibility and didn't even give you a chance to practice it. But you did so uh, well. John, John will be <laughs> judging. Sorry, <laughs> I was... Up until the last second, I was like, "Do I end? Do I end?" And I <laughs> you do, you do end. Otherwise, there would have been a big sigh. We would have to do it all again, and I would have made a big scene about it. So, well done. You did really, really well.